Welcome to the first episode of Samani Sports Podcast. Wow, this is uh, really exciting. I'm your host, Ishan Samani. A little bit of background information on me. I am a freshman at The Ohio State University. Uh, I'm studying finance. And I know what you're thinking. What is a finance major doing on a sports podcast? Well, I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for sports in my life. Uh, I was a four-year varsity tennis player. I ran cross-country varsity for two years. And in my free time, I love playing basketball. On this podcast, I want to touch base on all the major sports, such as football, basketball, tennis, golf, etc. And in future episodes, I want to be able to get some guest athletes and I want to uh, see what their journey was and explore the different types of paths that different athletes took to achieve their success at where they are at right now. Now, for this first episode, I want to talk about something that hits kind of close to home. And I've lived in Ohio my entire life. And if you know us Ohioans, we really love our football. And when the season uh, decided, and when the Big Ten decided to play, um, I kind of first got reminded of the crap show that the college football playoff committee is running. And I want to talk about all the dispute that's happening in the nation right now, uh, college football-wise. So the first of many disputes this year is um, Ohio State. Do they deserve to have a playoff spot when they've only played five games? And we could take it one notch before that. And do they even get the right to play in their own conference championship, the Big Ten championship? As most of uh, you know, the Big Ten before the season said you have to play at least six games in order to qualify for this championship. Now, Ohio State only played five, but they did beat Indiana, who was six and one. Um, and most people didn't think that Ohio State had the right to play in this championship. But I do want to go over some numbers. So, Ohio State, and these numbers came from uh, Big Ten football uh, website. Uh, so Ohio State is number one in the Big Ten, uh, averaging points per game. They are averaging nearly 50 points, uh, exactly 46.6 points. In total, out of the five games that they played, they have scored 233 points. The second, the f- number one, is Iowa who scored 254 points, but they've played three more games extra. Ohio State's offense has proved this season that they can hang with the best. Now, looking at their defense, that's where their weakness shows. Ohio State is fifth in the Big Ten. They are letting up 23 points per game. But if you see each week, you can tell that their defense is getting better and better. And uh, with this, I think that they completely deserve to make it to the playoffs because everyone knows the board 
of Big Ten is made up of all the athletic directors in this conference. They came down to the fact that Ohio State should represent the Big Ten East because they have showed that they are the best team in that division. Now, do they belong in the college football playoffs? Well, I'd like to quote Davo Sweeney, head coach of Clemson Tigers. Uh, I got this quote off of 24-7 Sports. It says, I wouldn't have an issue with it because, again, it's not my position to have an issue with it. But he also goes on to say, I just think there has to be some type of standard. I just think it would be, if I was on the committee, it would be hard for me to leave out a 10-1 Texas A&M team or an 11-game Florida team over a team that's only played six games. Well, Dabo, here's the thing. This quote was before Florida had a horrid, terrific, terrible loss to LSU. A three and five LSU. Well, we'll get back to this topic, but for right now, let's look at OSU and Texas A&M. So, uh, Texas A&M, they have played out of their seven games that they've won, they've played five teams that have a below 500 record. Um, here's the thing with that. So I know Ohio State hasn't played anyone special either, except for Indiana. It's just that. Um, you know, when you're beating an 0-9 present Vanderbilt by only 5 points, then an Arkansas team by only, I think, 11 points? I just don't think you have you have the margin of victory to being the f- number 5 team in the nation. Your average margin of victory playing these type of teams should be much more than 9.3 points. I got this off of teamranking.com. The thing with OSU, yes, four of their five wins, uh, their teams have also had losing records. But if you look at the average margin of victory, they're beating them by nearly three touchdowns a game, 23.4 points per game. Now, if OSU beats Northwestern, by this large amount, then this should silence all the doubters and all the haters, and I think that they 100% deserve this playoff spot. Now, like I said, we'll come back to this Florida versus LSU loss. Here's the thing. If you're losing to a team that has one second, the LSU has a 3-5, now 4-5 record. They have 54 scholarship players and a true freshman quarterback making his first ever start. There is no way you should have this team beat you. There is no way that even if you do get beaten by this team, that the college football playoff committee decides to only knock you down once. One spot? That is outrageous. This is like saying OSU losing to the 3-5 and five Rutgers team. Let's be honest. If this ever happened, 
then Ohio State would be getting dropped down all the way to probably the 13th, maybe 16th team in the nation. I th- this is where college football is flawed. There is no shot and no chance that you should be only moving down one spot ahead of a Cincinnati team that hasn't played in the last two weeks because of COVID. And I just don't understand the uh, that how Cincinnati is ninth while you put Florida at seven. So I go and do some research and on I'm on Joel Klatt. Uh, he's an analyst and commentator for uh, Fox. He goes, the glaring weakness in the college football playoff is their aversion to set criteria. Most, but not all, of their problems and issues would be corrected with one adjustment to criteria and one college football structural change. He says that you should remove divisions and you must win conference championships. I think this is a great idea, except for the fact, like this year, Clemson and Notre Dame are two great teams. You can't take that away from them. I think if Clemson in this championship game, if Clemson again loses on a game-winning field goal, touchdown, in overtime, whatever, if it's a really close game, I don't think they should get knocked out. But if it's a spread more than, I think, 10 points, the number 5 team, which right now is Texas A&M, should be getting that spot. Because I don't know if there's a way you can let a 2-loss team make it to this playoffs. He continues to say, although, and also, my bad, those that scream expand to 8, as a solution to the clear brokenness of the college football playoff, aren't using their brains. While an expansion could be necessary, the exact same problem of a Power 5 bias in would remain. Evidence of such was delivered earlier with the Bearcats at 9. Again, the Bearcats should not be at 9, they should be at 8, while Florida is moving all the way back to number 14. Now... College football is a business. NCAA is a business. I think the only reason that they aren't pushing this back to eight teams is because of the views. Imagine if if you're watching Alabama versus Cincinnati. I think we can all be honest with ourselves. Alabama is winning that game by 100 they are not everyone is turning off that game after the first quarter because it's gonna be a blowout so i think the college football playoff committee needs to find a balance between when a team should be able to lose in a conference championship if obviously their opponent is in the top four and when they shouldn't lose in their conference championship now let's say if Florida beats Alabama, do they have the right to make it into the top four college football playoffs? Because the committee 
only knocked them off one spot after losing to LSU? I don't know. This is for us to discuss and the committee to decide. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Smiley Sports Podcast. I truly do appreciate it. We'll be back with more topics. Thank you.